toughest strongman in history, right here. Giants Live Strongman Podcast, and uh, this week we have quite a treat for you. Not only do we have Darren Sadler again, but we have the legend, Mr. Luke Stoltman, Europe's Strongest Man, and two times, three times World's Strongest Man finalist, uh, myself, Colin Bryce, who uh, has never been competed a World's Strongest Man. So who am I to talk about about you? Uh, Luke, how are you, mate? You well? Yeah, really good, thank you, Colin. Um, just had a 60th birthday party to go to this evening, so... You don't just... look a day over 70, that's the thing, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucker. Uh, <laughs> very good, very good. Um, no, all good, mate, all good, very good. Just had uh, some shoulder work done last week, um, so the shoulder's feeling really good, which is very nice. Um, it's been an ongoing issue since... Two world strongest mans ago, actually. Um, so Have they found what the problem was then, Luke. Um, yeah, so I was I was panicking that thinking it was going to be a tear in my shoulder. There was some uh, structural damage, but um, it was just severe inflammation in and around the joint. Um, so that was restricting me putting my. I had no mobility uh, behind my neck and going to the toilet, the number two. Uh, wasn't the best so we saved in toilet paper because i just used to go for a shower after which was uh, <laughs> interesting um so now i can uh, <laughs> i can go to the toilet in peace um and and uh it just just so nice not to have pain no pain in it anymore so what, just what got i think just being the strongest log pressure in the world probably but i mean that's just, just what happens <laughs> <laughs> and what what have they done to alleviate that then luke they uh, so they put in some uh, cortisol, had two or three injections in it, and uh, cortisol injections in it. Um, so that was the first step. And the so it was down in Harley at Harley Street Hospital. Um, Mr. Sirek looked after me there. I think it was the same guy that did Eddie's oh, yeah. bicep. Oh, yeah, yeah he's Larry Eddie Larry. and Eddie's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really so really good guy. Good guy. Yeah, mm. really nice. So he said. Leave it, leave it like that for a couple of months. See how that goes, and then the next step would be PRP. So, um, just I'm just really happy. I thought not being a young whippersnapper anymore, it might be some structural damage. Um, but thought I'm so happy. Honestly, like the last last week since I've had it done, I've been it's night and day in the gym, like absolutely insane. So, I think when you've competed for a few years, you sort of assume when you get a scan that it's going to be bad news. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. How, how many, have you not had lots of cortisones before? Have you never had the joy of cortisone before? No, never, never. So I am now an addict. I've asked for a drip <laughs> alongside my bed. <laughs> Don't go too crazy. <laughs> I, think it's every, I think you can just about push it to every nine months with the doctor's supervision, uh, obviously. Right. Okay, then, okay. Uh, but when we were bobsleighing, they, they, to keep you running on hard ice, they would bang them into you left, right, and centre. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, okay. I've had about 15, 20. Yeah, magical, <laughs> of course. Now I can't. Oh, that's the problem. Be really careful. They, they, they break everything down. That's right. the thing. And, and right. the pain. Right. Okay. Well, don't go too hard too soon. No, no. Just it was that was the first one. So um, not too bad. And you know, 10, 11 years of competing, I suppose it's been pretty, uh, 
pretty okay. It's been okay. So yeah, so just That's how old it is now. Hang on a second. Let's let's start with your let's have a look at your career here. Ten, eleven years. It's more than that though, isn't it? When, when was the first? When was the first big contest you did? I think two thousand thirteen. Gateshead was it? Um, yeah. Was that the first one, really? Wow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just a, a young lad. I wasn't even that young back then, to be honest. I think it was Tom's age. Um, so that's a, that's an annoying thing. But I did. I think I did Scotland's Strongest Man. 2012, maybe, and then it was Gateshead Giants Live 2013. Yeah. So, um, how, many years feels... did you how, many, how many years did you, before you had to stop? Uh, well, South I started. Game. I started in 1998, and my last competition was 2016. So you actually pulled out 20 years, just about yeah. almost 18 years. Oh, so yeah. look, you, you're a bit like Felix. Maybe you've got quite a few. Oh, I got, years I got plenty of time, Colin. Don't worry, you can. You can have me around as long as you want me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were bodybuilding, of course, weren't you? Bodybuilding to start off with, yes. Yeah, so I was doing the the vanity stuff. It was more for vanity, you know. I enjoyed ripping the shirt off when I was younger, showing off the six pack. Um, I still enjoy ripping the shirt off, but the six pack's no longer there, unfortunately. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But bodybuilding was was my thing when I was younger. I really enjoyed that. It was uh, just just a bit of fun, wasn't it? It was just good. And then some mad reason got into Strongman. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. And then your brother followed on, and now your third brother's getting poisoned and ruined by it as well, right? How is he doing anyway? Is it Charlie, his name, right? Uh, Harry. Harry. He looks like a Charlie, though. He could could be a Charlie. Um, (laughs) He's he's, he's really good, actually. It's it's really nice. So Harry's doing all the merchandise, so he's the merchandise manager. Um, and we've got a shop now in the high street, so he runs that as well. Um, his training-wise, he's going, yeah, strength to strength. He's he's getting really good. How old um, is he then, Luke? Just he is he's twenty-seven on Friday. Um, he's still young then. Still, he's still young. Yeah, so he's he's just kind of gradually getting into it. So hopefully next year he's looking to do his first competition. Um, like we're not not putting any undue pressure on him because obviously it's quite big shoes to fill, you know. Um, so we don't want to... Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. <laughs> so just wanting to be ready for it, you know, and hopefully, you know, with what we've done and had that kind of path laid for him, he can kind of, you know, follow it and kind of start to make his own path um, going forward. But it's it's certainly very much there for him to to, to utilise as much as he wants. So I'm, and I'm really you see excited. a lot of potential in him, you know, where he is now, obviously you know what's credible, mm. lifts-wise. Yeah, for sure. I mean, his event stuff's really good. I think that's what kind of shocked me the most, is his stones are very... Um, he's getting good very quickly. You know, he's up to around, lifting a 180 kilo stone now. Um, his static lifts are coming up. I'm not sure what he's up to deadlifting-wise. Um but he's he's still relatively new into like it's maybe a year in training, um, so he's not pushing things. He's not you know pushing everything yet. So, um, but he's he's just doing it nice and steadily, getting into that routine, that consistency, allowing the the diet you know the new diet. He's eating an awful lot of food now, which takes a lot of time to get used to. So as as a, his body's adapting to that, he's up to about one. 35 kilos now, 135. Um, so he's starting how, how to fall out now, he? which is good. He's 6'5". Uh, he's a big fucker. Like oh, he's, wow. um, yeah, I'm I'm the runt of the family, um, <laughs> which is 
which is very frustrating. Um, but yeah, I, I just want him. I, I'd love for us to be able to all three of us, three of us, compete at a Giants live show. You know, imagine Glasgow, like three, three brothers, three Scottish brothers competing at Giants live cool. Glasgow. It'd be like ah, just ah, I I would be, I'd be crying the whole time. Like it'd be. It'd be really emotional. Um, you cry all the time, anyway. What are you talking about? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Especially when I get bullied by certain people. Is that me or is that, is that, is that, is that... <laughs> no, not you, Colin? No. I'm so used to taking crap these no. days. I, I, I take any 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 insult. I'll no, take. you're anything. No, you're never a bully, Colin. You've never been a bully. Did no, you enjoy Glasgow then? Because obviously you, you came to watch, oh. which must have been a bit weird for you watching, was it? Yeah, it was. Ah, oh, it was. It was amazing to be able to spend more time. You know. Doing like meeting the crowd and everyone. Oh, it was incredible, man. It was like we went up, I don't know if you know, but we went up, we were wanting to go up to the top tier and go out and like run around and say hi to everyone. Yeah. But the security it wasn't insured for us to do that, so it wasn't allowed. So we got the escalator up to the next level. And as Tom and I came off, the crowd just like swarmed and it was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I was like, Oh for fuck's sake. I was like getting a bit it was getting a bit mad, like really mental, um, but just un- unbelievable. You know, the boys put on a huge show. You know, it was an incredible lineup. Um, the events I thought were awesome. The nickel stones are so cool. You know, having yeah. that amount of world records in one night was absolutely madness. Oh, insane! Absolutely insane. It was. Insane. I mean, I've got to give it to you guys. You know, whenever you come to a show, whether you're competing or not, you always get into the crowd physically. You know what I mean? Which is really cool that you know a lot of people shy away from that, but you guys really, you know, give them what they want. So it's, we appreciated that as well, you know. Of course, no, of course, mate. No, it was, oh, it was... we would have preferred if you'd come and compete, you know. But um, <laughs> clearly, our hold on you wasn't strong enough. More. <laughs> 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 All right. the, the money it. has to double. <laughs> no, it was, uh, but I, I just enjoy because. We've said it, we, like, we're from quite a small town up in Scotland, so when we go down to these shows, there's like 10,000 people almost there, and it's, it's double the amount of people in our town, so I think it's class, man, when people, for some reason, they want to get photos and they, you know, line up and all the rest of it. I think that's... Is there insane. a sign going into Invergordon now, or has that been still being talked about? No, there is, yeah, there is. There's three signs, every... There's three entrances into Invergordon. So every entrance, there's a big, there's big a, city, then. Big city. <laughs> <laughs> and every entrance, sorry. And every entrance, there's hundreds. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's there's three entrances into our massive city. Uh, and the sign Oregon. says, uh, "Hometown of the Stolten Brothers." Um, nice. It's world's strongest man, Britain's strongest man, Europe's strongest man. Um, and did did the council catch you when you were putting them in? <laughs> I'm still waiting on the fine coming through. Hope you're selling the concrete deep, right? Yeah. Uh, oh God! Can Sorry, you imagine? Uh, just with a hammer, just hammering it. In. Can you imagine? imagine Tom, they're did. coming. Shame. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, but on a serious note, it's really nice of the, the town to do that for us. Uh, um, we we do appreciate it. It's very um, very surreal to yeah. 
to see a, a, a sign. Longer, isn't it? It, yeah. it, means, it means a lot to have yourself on some good ratings in America and whatnot, but it means a whole lot more to see your name in writing from your, not just your peers or anything, but your actual hometown. Your, it's really mm. an honour and a half, isn't it? Oh, it's, it? It's very, very surreal sometimes, you know, when we're driving past it and you see people getting photos taken with it and stuff like that. It's oh, wow. it's, it's wild. It's it's honestly, like today we were we were shifting, we've got a, a new warehouse, so we're moving warehouse, all our strongman stuff into this really cool warehouse so we can do everything there, which is amazing. But just as we were mo moving, an American couple came up to us. You know, they just turned up in, in our town of Invergordon to come and see the gym and like, oh my God, we didn't expect y'all to be here. Um, excuse the horrible American accent. Um, <laughs> and did they take a look at you with the beard, you know, maybe a bit, a few more pounds extra from too many boys. Have you seen Luke Stoltman? <laughs> uh, I thought you look like yeah, you know, Are you his uncle? <laughs> uh, the white beard coming through there. Yeah, it's coming, it's coming. Just lazy, just... Uh, I, I said to myself, I'll shave when I when I deserve to shave when I start training. You know, getting yeah. getting back to hundred percent. That's we're getting there. It's getting there, but um, still a couple of months away from getting up to that. Tom's got. Has Tom been to Disneyland yet? Disney World even? No, not yet. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's going soon. <laughs> we were speaking about it just at at the party. Yeah, end of end of November, start of December. I think he's doing two weeks. Two weeks in. Uh, it's amazing. Disney World, Florida, Disneyland, Florida. He's staying in the Disney hotels, and he loves it. him and Sinead. They uh, they're just Disney obsessed. Tom's got a Tom's actually got a Peter Pan tattoo on his calf. Um, the boy that never grew up, and I guess that's pretty much Tom. Uh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, fair play. Well, is he there. not going to get mobbed when he's there? Uh, Do you have to warn Disney or something. We could not. I mean, we're not mobbed, but you know. It's kind of think, a funny one, isn't it? Might might get the extra speedy pass if he does, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, I'll leave that up to him. I mean, sure. it, it's. Uh, <laughs> I, maybe he does. Maybe I'll have to. I don't know. But he said he's he's going going to. I think it's a concert tomorrow night, a music concert, something up in Inverness, um, and uh, he messages them, and they they gave him like a VIP, you know balcony place because it gets a bit crazy for him when he goes to venues and stuff because everyone's just swarming on him and um which is cool as well of course but it's i think with strong men it's like everyone's very you're very attainable you know it's like everyone wants to stop and talk and like you know he'll miss the concert you know that's the thing it's like yeah. um so he's he's got a I've, it's, not told a bad, it's not a bad downside, is it? Of, of, oh, Jesus. This is amazing. Sporting fame. Not really. So, when you're, uh, when you're resting, you guys have been having, have you been enjoying the rest or are you eager to get going? How, how's your, your head out with it all? Oh, I can't wait to get back, man. Uh, Glasgow's tough, you know. It's like, I, I just love competing. That's, that's why I train, is I train because I love competing. So, um, for me, not competing at the moment. Um, yeah, it gets to me. It, get, it gets to me. So that's why we're so trying to be so busy at the moment. And like you know, the business side, the appearances, um, we're doing a lot more talks um, with companies and stuff now, which is cool. Trying to grow like the the social media side. So we're we're really busy at the moment trying to do that. So we're just immersing ourselves in that. But now um, we're we're taking a step back from that. So our calendar on the wall, like September, October, 
is just was just mobbed. November is a little bit quieter, so now we're steadily getting back into you know decent training. First event session on Friday, which was really exciting. Um, so just yeah, I've I've enjoyed it, but it's it's been really surreal because we haven't had that break and I. Eight years, probably now, seven, eight years. It's been very consistent. Um, but yeah, ready for next year to to get back into it. Just have to. I think it would do your yeah. body's good because you guys have done a lot of shows in the last few years. And I think mm. some people don't take the time to rest. I know Big Z, you know, we're going about longevity. He always took quite a long time off, you know, and came back stronger every time, you know. So I think it's, it's quite a sensible thing to do. Hopefully, mate. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of thinking you're know, talking about had a chat and you know I think now with, with Tom and myself it's very if Tom maybe doesn't do something I won't do something and vice versa I think we're very much connected uh, and that goes with with anything any appearances any like business aspects or you know we're a team you know we're, we're both there together and, and um, not not to say if Tom wanted to do something I didn't I wouldn't ever stop him you know but I think it's it just works better when we're both together um, so, yeah, I think taking that time off, I think for for Tom and I was was a a necessity, um, and just to be able to spend some time at home for a little while, and you know, spend time with Cushy and Sinead and the family, and it was just nice. It was really nice to have that kind of, you know, like it's like when it's competing, when it's comp season, you're just constantly just switched on and eating every two hours, training, recovery. It's just boom, boom, boom. Like every minute of the day, or for me anyway, I spend just thinking about it and trying to get better and trying to improve. Um, so to when take the, the When f- was the gamble? When, when was the, when did, okay, I sort of remember calling you up one day for a blether and you were driving a van suddenly. I was like, oh, you, 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 I don't know what you were doing. You were no longer a... Uh, an oil rig worker, a roughneck. You were yeah. giving it up, and it was, and you you found a job driving a van, and it was a kind of you know part time training, part time results, full time yeah. training, full time results, and you were you were, you were sitting on the side of the road, probably not driving like you were meant to be eating food. Yeah. But you were you were it was a part of the whole growth. Um, yeah. When did that? When 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 was it? It wasn't that long ago, was it? No, it really, was... the difference it made was extraordinary. You really went for it. Yeah, it was that was twenty twenty. Um, yeah. So I think it was just before the pan- pandemic, actually. It was just, I think I finished the last contract in the oil and gas industry. It was probably February time. Um, I said to Cushy, I said to Cushy a few months before that, saying, I'm not going offshore again, that's where I'm done. I can't I can't do it anymore. I'm just, it was just, I uh, had enough of it. it. You'd never make it. You knew you'd never make it. If you didn't. Exactly. Right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Actually, you used Colin. You said it to me. I said it a few times in the Philippines. World's strongest man uh, got put out. Uh, it was in the stone off where Robert Oberst, oh. big Robert, beat me uh, at the stones. Um, and then afterwards, you actually said to me, uh, "Big man, part time part time training equals part time results." full-time training, full-time results. And that's that's something genuinely has really stuck with, had really, really stuck with me. So then from that we point... You definitely got like, the results after that. I, I, incredible. I mean, it's it's night and day. Um, I think, so it's it's pretty pretty phenomenal, you know, taking that leap. You know, from, you know, being offshore was a well-paid job. It was a bit of security. Um, you know, the bills were all paid and we had money to spare and it was all good. Then to go full time, 
Um, oh, we'll sell a spicy T-shirt. That's a good idea. And then the pandemic hit. We opened a gym. <laughs> the gym had to close. And it was like, all oh, right, okay, what do we do then? You know, we we employed uh, Simon, the videographer. Um, I was paying him out of my own personal money for the first little while um, until the business started, you know, picking up. And, and here we are today. You know, it's, I think the titles that Tom and I have won kind of speak speak for itself for the last couple of years and it's not even 20 it's not even 2023 yet i mean it's, it's if you listen to this podcast in six months time it's still 2022 i mean it's <laughs> been extraordinary the rise and mm. rise and rise of the stoltman brothers the stolt men mm. it's been outrageous actually when you, i didn't realize it was that recent and that's um yeah I've, I've still got the the boiler suit so for the documentary we're filming obviously for the documentary and stuff but we had to do a a wee pickup scene Jordan um, asked me to do a, a scene, sure, like, right. you know, with it, yeah, which yeah. So I had to put the boiler suit back on for the first time in a while, and it was a little bit snug. It was uh, it was a little bit tight uh, around the around the stomach, and <laughs> so. Okay. Okay, um, I bet it's not as bad as what I put on my lycra from the Olympics in two thousand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit sick. Okay, of it it <laughs> That's what I was expecting you to be dressed like tonight, actually. <laughs> <laughs> or hoping, hoping you were going to be like that. <laughs> so, what's your what's your plans when you come back then, Luke? What are you what you got planned for next year? Um, so, for next year, uh, Arnold Classic. That's that's a big one for me. Um, just have to wait to see the events and stuff. Obviously, world's strongest man. That's that's my my goal. Winning it. Um, Hundred. That's what we've got. We've all got to be there to win it. So. I think my perfect day is good enough to win it. I just need everything to be 100% right. Two years ago, I feel, you know, I, I let it literally slip away in the stones. You know, I should have been on the podium. Um, but, yeah, it's just one of those things that's um, unfortunate, but that's just the beauty of Strongman. Um, and I want to do, so I haven't said anything really, but I'm wanting to do the log log press world record next year um i'd love it if giants live decided to do it in glasgow um <laughs> so i think that would be one way of guaranteeing the stolen brothers appear at glasgow next year if you did that <laughs> <laughs> so, we, haven't, uh, we haven't announced what we're doing it yet so we'll have to see yeah, that's true well i'll go over to dubai and do it there then that'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't understand the joke. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, no but that's 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 my kind of my goal. You know, I've with the shoulder being feeling how good it is. I know it's still early days, so um, got a phone call with uh, Rush the physio uh, tomorrow about rehab stuff. So just keep the rehab up, um, and yeah, really got a a thing for this two hundred thirty log. If it's still two hundred thirty by that time. Um, and have you just, got to leave, you know after your injection? Have you got to leave it alone for a while? Then can you load it with weights, or have you got to just let it settle down for a while? I hope you can, because I was just pressing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but you not should, not heavy. Leave it. I think from from my previous quarters of experience, seventy to to seventy two hours of doing nothing but walking oh, and living, and then it should have begun. It's, you really just want to break down all the, the. It tends to happen in areas where you don't have good blood supply. And that's right. why it's like a tendons and whatnot. And then once that's done its work, you can pretty much kick back in to okay. reasonable, maybe not max, 
Mm. You know, you do run the risk of things chewing away and popping. Of course. But after a week or so, it's just meant to be put you straight back out there. Mm. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, no, it's just been been a, a little while, or it's been well over a week now. So I just had a light pressing session last night. So um, yeah, just uh, I mean, I finished seventh at World Strongest Man for the last three years. So I really want to push on. Um, and Is it, you I, say three years in a row? Three years in a row. Three, three years in a row, I believe. No, sorry, three finals. Seven, three years, seven, seventh. Yeah, 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 yeah sorry, yeah. yeah. So really want where to improve. Do you, where, do you think you are? Where, where are you in the world of strongman? What, what, I mean, one to ten? Presumably, I'm assuming you assume you're in the one to ten. Do you think seventh, oh, definitely. Was, do you think seventh was unfair on, on representative of where you were last year or previous years? Um, I wouldn't say it's unfair, you know, because that's where I finished. But I would have expected more from myself um, as a as a strength athlete. The way I was, I was feeling certainly last year, the first time, twenty twenty one, first year Tom won. Um, my strength and my uh, the way I felt as a strong man, I felt that you know I could have won world strongest man. Um, just it's one of those things, you know. It's, it's I mean. Probably the top ten guys in the world could have won World Strongest Man. That's the beauty of it at the moment, you know. Um, Trey Mitchell could have won it. Maxine Boudreaux, Brian could have won his fifth title. Um, you know, it's Mitchell Hooper could have won it this year if things went different. Alexia could have won it again. You know, Martinez could have. All these different guys could have won it. Um, but Tom's won it the last two years, so Tom's the best strongman in the world. It's it's just the way it is. So um, I can sit here and say I should have finished first place and I'm this strong man but at the moment I'm seventh strongest man in the world and for me next year um, my main goal is to improve in that position and you know have that perfect day have that kind of you know, when you're in that flow, sit, flow state everything's just going boom 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 it doesn't even feel like you're there it's just and then you're like oh how did that happen and then you're on top of the podium that's um, you know that's how I want to be. That's how it felt at Europe's Strongest Man when I won it last year. Um, it was that kind of, just that perfect, everything just aligned, everything was just very meant to be. I, I'm, yeah. I saw something, did you want, Mitchell Hooper's doing some, he's an interesting fellow, isn't he? I mean, he's really, a, he's quite a special character, there's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. I was watching some of his, some, his podcast the other day, he was chatting with Martin's Lissus, and, I, and that's a, a fascinating duo to be chatting with. Um, and he was talking about how he was awfully pleased to have hit a zone where he feels he can do strategy. So maybe he doesn't have to go as hard in this event and, you know, to win, which is quite a, quite a concept, really, because I only, only really thought strategy came into the world's strongest man heat. And everywhere else, you, you kind of just go absolute balls to the wall. And if you, I mean, Mitchell, you Mitchell used strategy in, in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. uh, on the deadlift, he pulled seven reps and stopped to guarantee third place. You know, and he still won by 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 a good bit. Um, and obviously, you've got a lot of new guys, haven't you? You've got Mitchell, you've got Pavlo, um, even even Kordiaka coming through. Mm -hmm. They're going to do some damage at World Strongest Man. There's no doubt about it. So um, it's going to be interesting next year, I think, to see how those guys mix it up because. The guys that've been there for years, like yourself, Tom, Brian Shaw, uh, Alexi, are still on fire as well. You know, mm -hmm. you got these new guys knocking on the door, 
be interesting to see where they end up. Oh, for sure. I think it's it's really exciting. That's like I'm just I'm a fan. You know, that's that's why I do strongman because I love watching strongman. You know, so like coming to the Glasgow Giants live, loved watching that. It was incredible. My voice had gone by the end of the show. I couldn't speak because I was shouting for all the guys. Having two Scotsmen compete there was amazing. You know, Lewis Jack, Andy Black was absolutely amazing to see them. Uh, and the reception they got was incredible. And then, like this weekend, the I'll be watching. you guys got was off the scale, though. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was okay. Like, it, was like, it was fine. It's, it was a homecoming, wasn't it? it was we paid, we paid, we pay them with merchandise to like <laughs> shout at this one. I've got to say, the, the no. Scottish fans are uh, very, yeah, they're just in, in a good way. They're so loud when when anyone comes out, you know. And yeah, they got behind the Scots, but you know, it's like when Mark Felix walked out. They love Mark oh. Felix. You know, they're absolutely mad. You know, yeah, so cool. It's, it's good. Yeah, the Scots know how to cheer everyone on, and I think that's the. That's the amazing thing. And you know, when you take a step back and you see everyone just passionate and just loving every minute off the show and the guys are competing. And I think that's when you know you've got something really special. And I think, you know, having it up in Glasgow, I think that really was a a special occasion. You know, I, I was it was so and, and thank you guys as well, you know, for allowing us to be there. It's a huge privilege for Tom and I to be there. It's not something that we take for granted you know so it's it's a it's a real highlight for us to to have it in scotland you know it's 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 so um i i get so proud that that we can have it in scotland and and have it on a huge scale like that it's amazing well i mean it's a two-way street we we appreciate uh, you guys just as much as you appreciate us and the beauty about the sport is you know the respect you all give to each other and to us i don't know we, i know you, you know We've had these uh, conspiracy theories saying that all this stuff, underhand stuff goes on, but you guys that are all involved in it, no, we're all like one big family and, mm. and, and everything doesn't work without us all coming together at the right time, you know? Hang on, Daz, can you, I, 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 let me just record this. Oh, no, we are recording anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's not go there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come on, man. You two, you two are desperate to talk about that. I no, thought, I'm not at all. No, I like to joke. I like to joke. No, I like to joke. It's just, just funny. I no, it is, uh, it is very. No, I think, like, I think, um, I think there was a bit of bad light shot on that situation. Maybe a couple of situations, but the reality of it is, all of us lot involved, athletes included, are all striving for this sport to get bigger, and it's working. And I think. I don't want to start putting people down, but some people's idea of making things, their side of things grow is just to diss other people. And, and, and you know that we've never done that. And we know you've never done that. You guys turn up and do your best. We put on the best show we can. And, and I think that's the way to do it rather than trying to disrespect other people. Mm. I, I think one of, one of the, 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 the great new influence in, in the promotion world of Strongman, you have to take your hat off to him as is Brian Shaw. I mean, Brian Shaw is doing it. He's doing it right. He's doing everything he can, and 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 he's doing it with heart and passion. Um, and and I think you know, from our side, we have to applaud him enormously. He's even checked in with us on dates and told us dates, so we don't try not to hit each other. How, how different that is in, in other parts of the world. But yes, I, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, I think Strongman's in a great position right now. I really do. And actually, you guys, you and your brother have played a have played a pivotal part. In making it um, so popular, because there's there's many, as Daz was saying, many great new guys coming through. There's one other guy who's coming through again, again, 
Well, I saw last night, sent me some videos on, on uh, Facebook Messenger. Mateusz Kieliszkowski is looking really strong. Oh, brilliant. I've seen him. Brilliant. I saw a few things, but obviously... Snatched, snatched 175 log, mate. Like, it was nothing for two wow. or three. So his shoulder's okay. What's a bit sad is he's made a couple of, like, sort of runs and coming back and not quite made it. And I think, damn, he's putting in so much effort and not quite made it. But, I mean, if you look back over the last... I don't know, not quite 10 years, but there's been a few pivotal people in making it grow. And I'm not sure about promoters. There's been some promoters come and gone. There's, you know, there's some promoters that are here to stay. But I think some of the athletes that have made a big difference, it's quite simple, is Eddie. And I'm not being disrespectful to any other athletes. Hapthor, mm, as, much as, as much as Eddie and Hapthor didn't get on, those guys did a lot for all of us. You know, let's be honest about it. And I see, I see you and Tom, um, sort of almost stepping in their shoes a little bit uh, and helping things grow for us as promoters and yourselves as strongmen. You know, and you get you get people like Mitchell Hooper coming through, who's you know, obviously very eloquent as well. And people mm -hmm. love listening to him. He speaks a lot of sense, and mm -hmm. when it come, when the whistle blows, he can also you know do the business. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure, that's class to see. Mitchell just popping out of the, um, that's what we were joking, we were saying, I mean, he must have been growing in a, I don't know, in a laboratory or somewhere, he was a robot. Just, Where did he come from? It's Where just, come from? It's, it's amazing. You know, he, he wasn't even meant to be at World Strongest Man last year. He wasn't even, he was, he was reserve, reserve. The group of death only became a group of death because of him, but he was, that's, he was the reserves, reserves, reserve. It was like Jeez. multiple, and there's so many people kept dropping out. In the end, I can remember it was uh, Christian from IMG. We got another dropout. You're going to put this guy Hooper in then? <laughs> well, all, all we'd had sent, just so you know, is we just had videos sent of him doing stuff, which people send videos, don't they? You know what I mean? And you go, whatever, believe it when we see it. So when he came, we didn't know what he was going to be like. And then obviously you were there when he started competing. Everyone was like, actually, this guy's the real deal, you know? Yeah. I I was when I saw the groups and I wasn't in Mitchell's group. I was delighted because I'd saw I'd watched some of his videos. And I was like, this guy's mad! Like he's running with a five hundred kilo yoke, deadlifting incredible numbers, overhead's really strong, like really strong guy. And I was I, I knew he was going to be really good, um, and it was nice because he had that kind of almost carefree attitude, you know, he was just here, he just enjoyed it at Worlds, you know, it was like a, mm -hmm. nothing to lose almost for, for him and, and, you know, for him to make the final in his first attempt, I think it's amazing and then the success he's had after. He's I not mean, bristling with muscles, I, I mean, it's not like you look at him and go, God, that's the world's strongest man. And when Marius turned up, you know, he, he, mm -hmm. he made an impact, Marius, since first year. Mm. Wow. Have you noticed that Mitch, like, messes about before he goes out and he messes about afterwards? It's like he's having a real good time. Mm, mm, you know, mm. Everyone's quite serious, and I think we all are. And I know I certainly was, whereas he's just like having a bit of a laugh out there. And it mm. worked for him. I think we're all different, but it works for him. Oh, definitely, yeah. I think that's, that's the beauty of it. It's just whatever works for you. And he's found that, that thing that obviously works for him. And I think that's awesome. You know, he needs to, if he goes out for a couple of beers a night before a world's strongest man, um, off them. I mean, it's not for me. Uh, I'll have a few beers after them, after with them, you know. But uh, but it's, that's the thing. It's like you say. It's everyone's different. Everyone's got their way of coping and dealing with things. And obviously, there's 
you know, no matter what anyone says, I think there's always that adrenaline going the day before you compete and that, and, you know, it's anxious. Everyone's just, it's tingling. Here's a weird question for you. Did you ever feel like, because you did almost too many years of part-time training, part-time mm. results, and you got part-time results, I mean, imagine you, Daz here probably kicked your butt a few times before he retired, you know, and, <laughs> and the latter end of his career, and, and you, you, how many podiums were you getting? Not many, not many, mm. except Scotland's strongest where you were, you know, you were the big man there for sure. Mm. And then suddenly, do you ever suddenly sit and get kind of slightly anxious, like, geez, I'm, you're not good enough, Luke. You had almost too many years of not coming through and kicking butt. Now, actually, mm. you almost, you, you know, someone like Mitchell just has so much belief. But, you know, and it's, it's just wondering psychologically whether that's something you have to deal with. Kind of, come on, Luke, you can do this. You are you are good, as good as these guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, now I, I feel... Um, I can beat anyone in the world. That's that's my confidence level. Um, I think you know Mitchell's a, a young young gentleman as well, so he's got that the confidence of youth as well on his side, which is uh, which is nice to have. Um, but you know, my, I think my confidence is is very high. But I, maybe I'm not as I don't I don't maybe talk about it as much now. I just I'm I'm quite happy and quite content and uh, and letting my performances do. Do the best they can do. So, so I mean, even you know, this year finishing on the podium at Arnold's, I was the first British guy to finish on the podium since Glenn Ross. So, um, you know, it's I guess not if a, you stuck with it this long, you must have known this was in you. you oh, must definitely. Have known it was in you. I, th I think the the changing point was me for me was talking to the psychologist, and you know that mindset that it was just a complete switch. It was. Um, you remember when I first started, I used to go for a sun, a spray tan before I came down, you know, playing to the crowd oh, and, you know, <laughs> just whatever, you know, and, and, and that's fine. You know, that was that was my, I, I felt I probably needed to be like that. And then with with everything that was going on, uh, the psychology just really switched that. And it was just a, I think it was just the right time at the right place because everything just combined it and the, the full time came and the psychology and the, the mindset changed. And then it allowed me to really push on and be that full-time athlete, be that professional athlete. Because before I wasn't that professional athlete, I was still very much that, like you say, that part-time athlete. And I was quite happy getting top five at Giants Live would be a really good place for me. But now, you know, every show I want to go to, I want to win. I don't want to be that top five. I want to be that number one. Do you one. not think, though, it's maybe just, I know we talked about what if you'd have gone professional earlier if you like but do you not think we all went through that as an athlete like if you think about Eddie and Thor and everybody they had a they had a time when they were just I mean yeah you came up slowly but is that not a good thing you know what I mean there, there was a there was something in you said listen I need to stop messing about here I'm, I, I need all the time but maybe you needed that slow growth Eddie was a for the first few years at World Strongest Man he was a truck mechanic Mm. And all of a sudden he thought, actually, I can do this, and then he quit. Maybe, maybe we all need that, you know? I think so, definitely, because, you know, for me to be able to give up my job, it, it was a big step. It wasn't just a, oh, I'm just going to fuck it off. It's just, you know, it's what it is. But I had two mortgages, I had bills to pay, have, you know, a wife to support and family to support. You know, it's not just an easy an easy decision. But the that, that growth... You know that growth kind of kept going, 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 going very slowly, and then, yeah, one day I just said to Kush, I said, "Like that's me done. I know I can really push on and really do something special." And 
And I think having having those 17 years of, I mean, I think, I think that's what I've got over a lot of people as well, is that I've had 17 years really hard work on the oil rigs. So I know what that, and same with Eddie, same with Mark Felix as well, you know, we've had that, that graph, but a lot of the, the younger ones coming in, you know, you're coming into it now, social media is there, do your training up, do your YouTube, podcast, merchandise, whatever it is, it's all there now, do you know what I mean? So rather than you have to just keep working away, slagging away, slagging away, and that's, I don't think a lot of people see that aspect to it. It's like I competed in three or four, five World Strongest Mans while working offshore, I came straight from oil rig, flew straight out to Botswana a couple of times, straight up to the Philippines. And having that in the back pocket, I never want to go back to that life. I never want to go back to working off on an oil rig because that would be really bad for me mentally. Um, what I do today, competing in Giants Live, competing in World's Strongest Man, Rogue Invitational, et cetera, et cetera, that's what I love. And I think I've just got, for me, that determination and work ethic to really push things. Um, certainly in strongman, but then from a business side as well, I want to be as successful as, as anyone else out there. And that's that's what I really get excited now for. So if, if you were, I imagine quite a lot of people will be watching this will be um, probably doing some sport, maybe strongman, maybe weightlifting, <laughs> maybe powerlifting, maybe whatever. Um, obviously the you're still the lady's choice, you know, even though you're 40 kilos heavier than you once were. <laughs> that was always the gag when you, you and your orange tan. The yeah, that's choice. right. Yeah. It's Mr. Yeah. Handsome. And, uh, yeah, you kind of bumped past that one. But uh, what advice would you <laughs> what advice would you give to, to, to somebody who's thinking, everybody kind of hankers the thought, maybe I, if you're still doing sport, maybe I can make it. Hmm. Is, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? When when do you hit the go for it button? At what point do you think it's worth it? I mean, because it's not worth it for everybody, is it? Mm. It could go terribly wrong for some people, for many mm. people. Yeah, I, th I, th I think, well, from my personal experience, it was it was a time where I had to. Um, so, you know, do a lot of mental health and stuff. So my mental health at that point was pretty low, pretty down in the dumps. You know, I was... Um, and and for me, I was looking at the future. I was like, I'm going to be 60 years old, still working offshore in the oil rig, and that made me very, very depressed. And then um, thinking a lot about about mum, you know, going back to what mum would want for me. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, would mum want me to carry on working offshore? Be okay, be fine with money, financially okay, but never actually truly be happy and be able to do what I want to do. Or would she want me to take that chance and and go? And so I think for me, I had to do that. I had to take that chance. Um, and and people will know in themselves if that chance is is worth it. You know, is is Jamie from Birmingham that's doing a strongman show, his first strongman show, wanting to go full time? Is it worth it for him? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. It's, it's not for my for me to say. But I think you have to be able to have a lot of time to analyze you know self self analysis and look at it and yeah. think right well do, do you know i mean we, we speak to a lot of people and obviously we all know each other very well and i know certainly this was how i felt and the more people that i speak to like yourself and eddie and tom and and, and and a lot of other people like for me when i realized that i could be good at strongman 
I didn't really have anything else. Like that was the only thing that I thought I was good at. And it turned out to be a good thing. Did you feel a bit like that? Where it's like, right, well, I'm on these oil rigs. It, was that your only way out? And I don't mean, I mean, obviously we know you had a good life before. You weren't, you know, you weren't on the bread line, but mm-hmm. did you feel like, cause I did, right? This is one way to get me a different life mm-hmm. um, because there's not too many options. You know, if you didn't train to be a doctor or whatever at school, um, so if you look at a lot of the strongmen, they were sort of in that position and got thrown a bit of a lifeline. Hundred percent, mate. Yeah, definitely. That was that was my only my only way out was to be successful at strongman, and that was it. You know, so it was that's I, what I had to do. I didn't have a choice, so to speak, or I did have a choice because everyone always has a choice. You can carry on doing that, and. There won't be every way anyway. In ten years' time, I'll be in the pub with my mates saying, oh, "I should have won world's strongest man," and I would hate myself. I would, uh, I would, uh, uh, like, I detest that type of. If if I became that type of person, I would have hated myself for saying that because I had that chance and I and I took it thankfully. But if I didn't take it, I'd grow to present myself, and I don't want to be that person. You know, hopefully, I'll have kids and um, don't want to be that resentful father to my children it's that's not something that i'm i haven't been raised that way you know my my mum and dad are, are a lot better than that and i deserve to to show them that and you know it was it was a it was a tough choice it was um but it was the only choice i was ever going to take you know it was if it was like you know tom and i sat down and talked about it what do you think should we start selling spicy t-shirts um like that's it's fucking mental you know to think that people might want to buy our t-shirts. Um, and they're going, they're going to the hotcakes now, aren't they? I you mean, get a chance, you get a chance to get the plug-in ahead of Black Friday. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, we're, we're very fortunate and very, very thankful. You know, it's 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 a team effort. You know, that's the thing. It's it's not just because of Tom and I. It's because of the whole sport of strongman. We're all coming up together, and you know that's what we're trying to do, you know, very proud that we've just taken on our first sponsor in Chloe Brennan. Uh, Chloe Brennan. Um, so we're giving her a financial payment right. every month. So she's our first sponsored athlete. And I feel very proud that we can do that. So that's what we want to be able to do. You know, like you guys, you, you look after athletes and you, you get keep giving them, you know, uh, opportunities to compete. And I think that's awesome. And that's what we'd love to be able to do because for me personally, I would love to be able to, help Chloe, like some up and coming uh, male athletes, more women athletes, because I think the women show, the women's side of things is is really up and coming. And I remember mm. seeing Chloe lift the Denny Stones, the Arnold Classic. That was crazy. Like, blew my mind. I was like, that is, how is that possible? And she did it. And I was like, we've got to do something with she, it. She, she ruined it. She ruined it for all men. Because <laughs> you're a world class strongman, and you know you're gonna lift it. Yeah. I was terrified. We didn't. We actually went up to see the Dinnies recently. I was so pleased when they were chained up and we couldn't get them open because they were. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever want to try them. I don't ever want to try them. What if we failed? Yeah. Oh, honestly, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. So it's it's just so impressive, like to see all these great athletes coming, and that's the thing. It's like everyone's coming up together, and everyone's helping grow this amazing thing that we all get to be part of and it's it's so unique that's, well, that's, a, that's a wonderful thing what you've just said then and i hope it's not just because you know you're just a very positive person man. but you do hear of course a lot of 
a lot of podcasting, a lot of chatting, and a lot of people discussion online is often very negative. Mm. And, it, and I guess it's negative because people like to chuck out comments and, and criticisms. And, and, and actually, you're an incredibly positive person. I think we've always tried to do our best to, to, to you know, if we were to be sound arrogant, win on excellence, as it were. You know, we're going to drive forward because we only care about our own game and promotion. And that's the way it should be. And, and it's, um, it's nice to hear you saying how we're, I think we're, the whole world of Storm has never been in a better place. It's just in a magnificent place to mm. be. You, people have choices. People have, it's growing and growing. And in fact, I heard even Mitchell talking about a, a union the other day and this and that. It was great. I mean, it's fantastic, these thoughts. Um, it's how different it was mm. from, 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 you know, 10, 20 years ago. Entirely different. And it's, um, uh, sometimes I think people have to realize that the think positive about how we can step forward. I think what a lot of people do is they, come, they, they look at it and they say, oh, well, look at football or things like that. You know, there's all that money there. Well, at the end of the day, we've got to start somewhere and it's on the climb. And, you know, when I was competing years ago, really, it was just a person that was world's strongest man that made money. Whereas mm -hmm. now, like you said, there's all these avenues, sell some T-shirts, sponsorship, more prize money, all these different ways, and even just... Social media can make money nowadays. So there's a few different avenues, and I think mm. it will grow generically, but certainly the appetite's there for the shows, which is the main thing. Mm. Oh, definitely. definitely. The, the, the talent is, is so immense now, the, that field of talent. And, and even, you know, credit, I'm not just saying it because you guys are, I'm on the podcast, but the way that you're starting to look after athletes now, you know, having like the blood lab on board now, looking after our our kind of medicals and stuff like that the insurance aspect and all this stuff um you know i think that's it's something that needed to happen um 100%. and you know now you've you know you've listened to athletes and that's what you've done now you've you've given them a a professional way of getting themselves checked up and looked after themselves and, and i think that's so so critical and that's only going to grow things even more you know our health is going to yeah, also i mean the 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 blood, the blood lab there. I mean, the you know they do such a good job. Obviously, they test at every one of our shows. And although you know you might not get the results till after a show, all the guys are always in front because I know this year we picked up two minor problems with athletes, just just levels of iron and things like that that could be problems, and now they're sorted. So having those regular blood tests, if you do five or six Giants lives a year, you get five or six blood tests. I think it just helps the longevity of an athlete to know what's going on. And we never had that years ago. And if you did, you had to pay a lot of money for it, you know. And, and for us, along with them, to be able to supply that to athletes for free is such a cool thing, you know. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah, it stops us having to go to our GP. You know, go to our GP that doesn't really know anything. They weigh us. Oh, your, your BMI is... Yeah, you, should, you should be dead. Stop you know, I, yeah, yeah, and that's I've I've been I used to have to do that for offshore. You know the medicals I used to have to do for offshore. That's your BMI's sky high. You shouldn't be shouldn't be doing it. And then I had to explain why I did it. And then you'd have to prove that you're competing as a like an, as an athlete as a strong man. And you know, so it's like undue stress on you because someone's like judging you straight away. And that's that's something that we shouldn't have to put up with someone who's judging you straight away saying you you are morbidly obese because some scale says so i think that's just 
kind of goes against a lot of things that we should... Just so you know, the BMIs of Britain are done post-Second World War. And I did my university thesis, because I'm a clever guy, uh, on (laughs) BMIs in Britain. And I actually came up with the fact that they were very, very badly skewed towards malnutrition to post-Second World War children. (laughs) Not even... Our BMI, and this was like back, okay, 20 years ago, maybe more when I was at university, but even still then we were using ancient BMIs. And and the doctors are totally unaware of this. A lot of doctors don't use it anymore, though. I know know I've spoken to a lot of doctors that just won't use it anymore uh, because it's so out of kilter with, you know... So with how we live nowadays. Yeah, of course. With our fat, fat strong men friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're strong men, that's why we're so fat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and, well, well, I guess we'll probably best call it a day there. And, and when are we going to see you next competing then, do you think? What, what, what's the first show? I need uh, a couple more tests and stuff on the shoulder. Um, and then the priority, all I can say the priority now is to have a baby with cushy and hopefully that'll <laughs> hopefully we'll have some good news soon and okay. but yeah 100 percent we'll we'll be competing as many giants live shows next year as we can because yeah for me that's where i get the biggest buzz like i say that's why i train because i want to compete i want to smash these shows but also i want my body to be in you know top condition and i need to you know ensure i'm doing everything i can to get there and as oh, soon as i'm back yeah, I want to win these important. shows. Having some bairns, big man. Having some <laughs> bairns. There's no point having a sign at the edge of your house if you can't take your kids out and point at it. You know? Of course, of course. That. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind that in mind. Daz, anything else to, you, to ask this no, man? No, just uh, again, you know, can't wait to see you compete next year. Whether it's in our shows or other people, we always love to see you guys compete. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, open invite for you guys, whatever you want to do. And uh, looking forward to seeing you both back. And uh, again, thanks for your support. Even though you haven't been competing, thanks for coming to the shows and seeing the fans and all that. It's been great. We appreciate it, and the fans really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll see you next year. I, th- I think the feed's corrupting, so we're going to have to. Last week, gag, eh? Big man. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm away. Nice uh... <laughs> to stay. Thanks very much. Hey, guys. Thanks, thanks very thanks. much. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Thank, thank you. you. Bye bye. <laughs> We've had our differences in the past. Is it bum bag or is it fanny pack? We're two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strong men decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giants-live.com. By the way, it's us. We're right. It's bum bag, of course.